Hey guys, it's uh, Mike here. Uh, before uh, we start this episode, I want to give you guys a little disclaimer. Uh, when I was recording this one, I was a little tired. And I think because of that, I misspoke in certain parts. For example, I think in one part, I incorrectly stated that BoJack Horseman ended its run on FX when I meant to say uh, Netflix. I apologize for any con- uh, confusion this might cause. And despite despite you know this whole... Uh, situation i hope that you still enjoy this installment of podcast pasta uh, thank you Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Podcast Pasta. That's the podcast that's like pasta, not the podcast that's about pasta. As usual, I'm your host, Michael, and um, for this episode, I want to discuss the general state of a lot of uh, of like the streaming industry. So uh, I'm talking about like Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Uh, Amazon Prime Video, you name it, all of them. I want to talk about the general state of that industry as a whole, because uh, not not too recently, but a little while back ago, uh, a lot of streaming services uh, released some major news regarding their uh, schedule for 2020. You know, what new shows they're going to be releasing, uh, what new movies they're going to have, things like that. So. Um, I want to kind of use that as uh, uh, to just. T- I want to kind of use that news to talk about just like the general state and um, what I, what I'm really looking forward to because there's a lot that I'm looking forward to in 2020 in terms of um, what's going to be coming out on like Netflix, Hulu, all of them. But um, the biggest piece of news that we had. Recently, or to me, the biggest piece of news um, was that, uh, and I would kind of want to use this to start the whole conversation. But the biggest piece of news was I, I can't remember if it was at the Emmys or the SAG Awards. I think it was at the Emmys. But the Emmys, Hulu made a huge announcement in saying that they were going to uh, do this whole big campaign to fully integrate the. Uh, Netflix uh, family or I'm sorry not Netflix uh, FX family of shows into their uh, streaming service through a campaign uh, called FX on Hulu um, and they the announcement date for that I think is March 2nd and basically with this whole campaign like everything FX related like from the uh, F from the OG FX network to FXX, uh, their legacy series, all of it is coming to Hulu, right? And I am really excited for that because two of my favorite shows happen to be from FX, and that is uh, Fargo and um, Legion. Now, to give you guys a little background. Um, uh, before this whole campaign, before the FX on Hulu campaign, uh, uh, watching any FX show on Hulu was a f- was a fucking nightmare. It still is a nightmare because at the time of this recording, you know, obviously uh, 
well for me it's like february so this you know fx on hulu hasn't happened yet but oh man it's been such a nightmare to stay up to date on uh, a lot of fx shows streaming uh, especially through hulu but i think even in general because i know fx also had um I think it's own streaming service that it recently canceled. So the only way they could really get FX shows online, you know, if you missed it live was through Hulu, but Hulu was always a season behind on like everything. Right? So uh to give you an example with Legion, right? Uh I watched um, Legion season 1 and 2 uh from Hulu. Right? Uh but i think it was kind of a weird release schedule where uh like the show was premiering well to give you like some context uh i was on season 1 or watching season 1 while they were premiering season 2 so it was always like a season behind and uh recently legion actually ended the entire series with season 3 and i have yet to see it because you know hulu hasn't updated it so basically a lot of my time on the internet is devoted well not a lot of time but a good portion of my time is devoted to avoiding any thread or any um uh you know site that discusses the ending to legion because i have yet to see it even though it's been i think it's been like a year or so since it's ended i i can't remember if it ended like towards the end of 2018 or sometime in 2019 um but i've been dying to see the ending to that uh to legion because it's like my favorite superhero uh show uh to be honest um and i've heard him miss things about the ending but i got to finish it at this point i mean i just got to respect the uh, showrunner because i'm such a huge fan of his work um So uh I have the end of Legion to look forward to in March and um the other main FX show that I've watched through Hulu was uh, Fargo. Huge fan of it, my favorite uh crime-based show to date. Uh and it's been a similar thing, they've always been like a um a season behind. Uh as of now on Hulu though, they are caught up, but that's only because it's taken a while to premiere season 4. um but uh with with Fargo it wasn't as big a, it's not as big of a problem as it is with Legion because um with Fargo it's an anthology series so each season covers different types of uh, a different story arc it's it usually just share uh, shares um you know the same well not the same character well yeah okay you could like say the same characters the same setting um but for the most part you could just you could just follow it like that and you would avoid spoilers because you know um you know as long as you avoided where they're talking about like the latest season you're fine but uh with FX on Hulu none of this isn't going to be a problem anymore uh so in March I'm finally going to get the last season of Legion. And then a uh, season 4 of Fargo is going to premiere in April and it'll simulcast 
on Hulu, which God, I've been asking for fucking since like the fucking start of it, man. Uh, it's been so frustrating to do it the other way, like where you just have to wait like a year for the episode. So I'm so glad. Like I think the current way that they're gonna have it is that it premieres first uh, on FX, you know, live TV, and then it's it premieres the day after on Hulu. Or it updates the day after on Hulu. So I'm really looking forward to that. Cannot wait to catch up on my favorite shows. And uh, in addition to that, with this whole campaign, Hulu is also going to be working with FX to bring new shows to Hulu. Um, I, I wish I could remember the name of it. Hold on. I, I have it pulled up here. Um one of the new shows is uh, the future that they've. Uh, I think they've had a, a trailer for it. It's gonna star like Nick Offerman, like a real cool uh, sci-fi story. I don't even know what to really make of it um, because it's <laughs> the trailer doesn't give you much to go off of. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but in general, uh, you know. Uh, you're we'll also get like I don't know if uh, on Hulu Atlanta is up to date, but if it if it isn't, that'll be up to date. Like everything is just going to be um, up to date. Uh, Always Sunny Philadelphia. Oh, what we do in the shadows. Oh man, I'm also looking forward to that. Uh, Archer. So for me, this is a really really big announcement for who or for hulu sorry um and it's honestly something that hulu has really needed i'm I'm not gonna lie because uh before this and hell even before like uh, i'm not gonna lie the whole uh disney acquisition because for those of you don't know hulu was owned by uh fox so when Disney bought Fox, they obviously absorbed Hulu into their like Borg of fucking, you know, their monopoly. And uh, Hulu content was always very lacking to me, especially their original content. Uh, and what they brought to the table that no other, you know, streaming service did. And that's, you know, it's always kind of held back Hulu. Now, granted, Hulu did have a lot of uh, benefits to it even before this whole uh, buyout. Like it was the only place where you could watch, uh, where you could stream South Park. They had like all the episodes of Seinfeld, and they still do. They have all the sub- episodes of Seinfeld. Um, I think actually pretty interesting uh, anime collection. Um. Uh, golly, what else does Hulu have? Uh, I know it has more, trust me. Uh, I think like Frasier, different shows like that. So, um, But this is, this is a really big move for Hulu, as I was saying. Um, because their weakest area was definitely their original content uh i think the only like original shows from hulu that i think were interesting was catch 22 which catch 22 i actually really liked um 
the path i i never got to finish season two but i did enjoy uh season one a bit and uh i remember they um adapted a stephen king story with like james franco which i thought was interesting but it was like nothing that to me really justified having a uh, hulu subscription but uh with this i think this is going to be very helpful to bringing in new people into hulu uh, but this isn't the only um news that we have actually had from streaming services sorry about my phone by the way uh and i'm gonna take a little break here and then i'll kind of get into next big news and that involves uh disney's other streaming service uh disney plus so uh stay tuned for that Okay, and we're back. Uh, for those of you who uh, need a little reminder, if for whatever reason you like stop this episode to do something else or whatever, we're talking about uh, the current state of streaming services. And in the previous segment, I talked about the announcement of FX on Hulu and how we, <laughs> how excited I am for that. But um, it wasn't the only big piece of news that happened with. Um, uh, you know for disney and their streaming services uh because i think at the super bowl i i didn't watch the super bowl live uh because you know i'm not the biggest sports guy out there i mean obviously i have a i have a podcast that talks about like television and film you really think i'm into fucking sports um not, not that there's anything wrong with that i'm just you know it's just not my thing i'm usually like i said i'm usually busy i'm uh, like i said like in the first episode i'm usually busy on sundays so it's not up my alley but um at super bowl to get back on point at uh at the super bowl uh disney announced through disney plus uh, they kind of teased their first three main marvel shows that they're bringing to the service so that is uh the falcon and soldier i believe it was called let me look at the name real fast sorry falcon and the winter the falcon and the winter soldier uh the falcon the winter soldier uh, wandavision and loki now for the first two falcon and winter soldier they had a um, not a whole ton of footage but definitely a lot more footage to show than what they do did for uh, um loki but in general man i'm not gonna lie i, I like at first i wasn't like too um well i mean i was excited for the marvel you know for those marvel shows but like you know it's been phase four we've had like a shit ton of marvel movies you know there's only so much excitement you can still hold for you know the marvel cinematic universe as a whole because it's just like yeah it's kind of in this weird nebulous state where you can argue there's a bit of franchise fatigue a lot of people aren't certain if phase four is gonna uh, pull in people the way that uh, the other phases are 
it, in a lot of ways, I'm actually excited for uh, Marvel uh, Phase Four. Just to you know, not to sidetrack too much, but I like the whole idea that you know they're going to try and veer away from like you know building towards like Avengers films, and then just and instead they're just going to try and do like whatever they're interested in, basically. So like we're going to see like Blade, the Eternals. Another Doctor Strange, so I mean I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be fun, you know. I mean, at, at the worst, we'll get decent films. I think. Um, but with the teaser that they had for these three shows coming to Disney Plus, I'm actually pretty excited. As someone who already owns Disney Plus, granted. Um. The biggest one I'm excited for, honestly, is uh, it's funny, uh, WandaVision, uh, and the reason for that is to kind of tie it into the other section. Uh, WandaVision, in some ways, like kind of it's with its like weird. They're kind of hinting that it's gonna have like a surreal or real absurd, or not more surreal than like and like absurdist type nature to the show. And that, to me, harkens back to、uh, Legion. Honestly,、uh, now I'm not going to say they're going to be exactly the same,、uh, but it's it's hitting those vibes for me. You know, it's definitely hitting those vibes for me in terms of like、uh, because I know that、uh, the Scarlet Witch or you know Wanda、uh, is、uh, more of her powers are like mental in nature, so.、Uh, I, I hope they do take a lot of cues from like、uh, Legion, and they have fun with like maybe showing off those powers to the audience. I, I feel like that's what they're gonna go for with WandaVision.、Um, I, 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 there's not too much I know about the plot of it. I haven't really been reading into、uh, you know what it's going to be about. I have no idea what the comic is about, or I, th- I think WandaVision is a comic. Uh, Wanda, not comic, but I think it's like a comic series.、Uh, um, not telling me, but anyways, um, so I mean, I'm looking forward to that, but at the same time, it's kind of like.、Uh, It's it's not really helping Disney when a lot of people are arguing that they're in this like this development phase of、uh, they're basically just ripping themselves off at this point because since like you know Disney technically owns Legion, you know it's like you know you only have two choices: did this Disney show or this Disney show? You know. Um. But no, I mean, I I don't want to harp too much on the. I mean, not that I'm really harping on the show, but I think out of the three that were teased at the Super Bowl,、uh, WandaVision, I'm the most excited for. Although that's not really to、uh, detract from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier.、Uh, I don't know. From the the footage that they showed, it does look interesting. I'm not gonna lie.、Um, it, it looks like it's gonna be good、uh, spy kino fun. You know, it's just it, it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like basically, 
what we got from the Winter Soldier, but condensed it to like more of a series. Uh, and honestly, I am a huge fan of a lot of spy shows and spy media like that. I think like outside of like crime dramas, it's like my second favorite genre as a whole. Um. So yeah, it'd be I'm excited to see uh, Disney tackle that genre with this show. Uh, and unfortunately, godly, I wish they had shown more footage for Loki. I think it was just like a shot of like, uh, you know, the titular character. Uh, I can't remember what exactly he said, but um, that like that one's looks very interesting. But I have no idea what they're gonna go for with that one. Um, I, I can't. Rem- I think they're basing it off like a comic or a comic series. Uh, but yeah. I don't. I'm not the biggest like comic reader. I mean, I have like comics that I do read, but I'm not gonna lie. Most of it just revolves around Watchmen uh, because it's like my favorite series. So like I've you know read the main Watchmen uh, comic, which is you know the best. It's the Messiah of comics. <laughs> um, I think down the line I'm gonna get into like Doomsday Clock. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> for the Watchmen stuff, I probably want to say that for another uh, episode. But just to give you a general gist, that's like really the only series that I follow. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really impressed by uh, Disney Plus's showing with that, and golly. Disney is going to give a lot of the other networks, uh, well, not networks, a lot of the other streaming services a run for their money. But um, before I get into that, let me take one final break and then I'll conclude this whole discussion with, uh, again, my whole general um, where I see the uh, streaming industry now and where it's uh, going to be going in the future so uh, stick around for that and i thank you so much for uh, being here to listen to me ramble about this <laughs> you know to ramble about all this thank you Okay, and welcome back. Uh, now for uh, just kind of a little refresher for myself. Um, in the last section, we were basically talking about uh, Disney Plus teasing their uh, some of their new Marvel shows at the Super Bowl, and that was with um, WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, Loki. So with all of that in mind, with what Disney is doing with... Uh, Disney Plus and Hulu, you can really tell that they're making a lot of power plays to really grab at that streaming, uh, at that streaming money, because uh, right now they own two, or two of the biggest streaming services in the industry. I think, like, I don't know the exact numbers of it, but 
I mean, having control over Hulu and、uh, Disney Plus is really big. So I'm kind of curious if their competition is feeling the pressure, in particular Netflix, because to me, Netflix is losing a lot of,、uh, well, not a lot of quality content, but、uh, content that really mattered to me a lot.、Uh, As harkening、um, back to episode three,、uh, recently FX ended their、uh, run of BoJack Horseman. Phenomenal show! Again, can't praise it enough. Please watch it. If you're listening to this podcast instead of watching BoJack Horseman, what are you doing? I'm not worth the time. BoJack fucking is. But anyways.、Um, They ended BoJack Horseman.、Uh, I think in 2020 they're going to end、uh, a show that I like, but I, you know I'm not sure if a lot of other people were really attached to it.、Uh, Dear White People.、Um, again, I, I mean I don't know how big that is for a lot of people, but uh, uh, losing those two shows though is kind of、uh, for me huge because. The, Those two were like kind of my, the biggest draws for uh, uh, for Netflix,、um, or you know the reason why I basically went on Netflix to watch.、Uh, my biggest reason for going on Netflix was to watch、um, those shows. I mean, I, I like there are other shows that Netflix has that I also watch. You know, I like Stranger Things. I like Witcher, and I think those two shows are honestly what is saving Netflix、uh, right now in terms of、um, you know their subscribership. But I don't know with what Disney is doing.、Uh, it's Netflix is going to have rough times because I think it was like recently. I, I don't know if it's necessarily true. Let me、uh, look it up real fast because I remember there was talks of Netflix getting rid of、uh, The Office,、uh, and I think it was、uh, Friends. Oh wow! No wait, I think it's. Oh wow! Is it still on here?、Hmm, okay. Well, I remember they had talks of like down the line.、Um, You know, Netflix was looking to.、Uh... Oh yeah, here it is. And from Google, NBC announced Tuesday that it will feature The Office exclusively on its live streaming service for five years, beginning in 2021. So it's going to lose The Office, and I think it's also going to lose Friends as a part of that whole announcement with NBC. And I think based on. Uh, Netflix's statistics; those were like two of their really big shows for some stupid reason. Like, holy shit! I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate The Office or anything, but like, to to be their biggest draw, you know? I mean, I don't know. That always kind of surprised me that those two shows were like, oh, this is why, this is why you gotta have Netflix is for The Office and Friends. <laughs> Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know what Netflix is gonna do. I mean, you're competing with Disney of all fucking companies, so、uh, it, it might do all right.、Uh, you know, they they're always surprising me with the、uh, 
Well, Netflix's strategy is always to kind of have like a like wide blanket tactic where they just release a whole bunch of stuff, and as a viewer, they just hope that something that they put out there appeals to you. And for the most part, it kind of works. I mean, they released you know a lot of good content. I mean, a lot of content. So there's a there's a good portion of it I haven't seen. But like I said,、um, I've I've enjoyed、uh, BoJack Horseman. I think down the line I'm going to get into Tuca Birdie, which is also on Netflix.、Uh, you know,、uh, Dear White People. So yeah, Netflix might be fine. You know what? You know what? I'm not sure if I'm really too worried about it now that I think about it. I think I think Netflix might do all right. Um. What else is a major big one? Recently,、uh, one of the big, one of the、um, the newer streaming services, I think, was、uh, CBS's.、Uh, I don't know if they have like a name for it. CBS streaming service. Let me look that up.、Uh, CBS streaming service. Is CBS All Access? Okay, yeah, it looks like CBS All Access、um, has been, I guess, somewhat making waves.、Uh, honestly, it hasn't really excited me because the only main shows I think are on this service, well, besides from you know CBS's usual offerings, so like Survivor,、uh, NCIS,、um, all those.、Uh, I think the ones exclusive uh, to it uh, that have been drawing in a lot of people are the Star Trek shows, Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard. Which、uh, I'm not gonna lie, I've never been like a big Trekkie. I've never,、uh, not that I hate Star Trek. Like if somebody, if like a friend wanted to watch it and I was hanging out with them, you know, I wouldn't oppose to it. But it's never been like a I'm gonna give you guys a little secret here. If a series is very long, I have a very hard time getting into it. Like, especially because I don't know. It's like just look at the scope of Star Trek. It's like where do you even start? You know, do you start with the original series?、Um, but、um, and to be fair to the shows that the CBS All Access is offering, the Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery, I'm sure there are probably shows that you can follow if, even if you haven't been a big fan of, or like even if you haven't followed the other Star Trek shows, especially with the Discovery.、Uh, that one I think should be、uh, more welcoming to new audiences, but it's just not, it's just not going to pull it for me. The only big one that has my interest in CBS All Access is the Twilight Zone. God, I've heard good things about that.、Um, you know, and I and I'm kind of a fan of you know anthology series like、uh, you know like Black Mirror, like the Twi- like the original Twilight Zone series.、Uh, so I think that's the only main one that I would really be. That I would really want CBS All Access for, but like with how a lot of people buy, with how I imagine a lot of people buy、uh, streaming services, you kind of have to like weigh. Okay, is like does it have enough shows to really justify me buying、uh, 
this service. You know, because if it was up to me, I'd buy all of them. But I just, I just can't. You know, I don't, I don't have enough cheddar to really do that. So if the only show that's really appealing to me on CBS All Access is Twilight Zone, I gotta pass. Uh, but if you do like Star Trek, you want to watch the Twilight Zone, or maybe if you're into CBS's other dramas, I know they have like the spinoff, uh, The Good Fight, the spinoff of The Good Wife. Uh, if you're a fan of any of that, uh, I, I guess I could recommend CBS All Access to you. Otherwise, I would just not now, not not at its current state. Uh, but so you know, you have like Netflix, CBS All Access, uh, HBO. Now HBO is always kind of a wild card to me because uh, there's. I, I think they announced recently, well, not too recently, honestly. Uh, HBO streaming uh, service. I remember they were announcing something new. HBO Max. That's what it was. That they're going to try changing to uh, HBO Max. I believe. Uh, I haven't been really keeping up with uh, what that's going to be entailing, though. Uh, sorry, I found a little article right here. Uh, oh, HBO Max supposedly is getting friends. Interesting. Um, oh wow. Okay, so yeah, I kind of figured that. That makes sense. I think Hulu is going to actually be losing South Park, and then it's going to be coming onto HBO Max. Um, and it's going to arrive in spring 2020. Huh, that should be interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, but uh, st- talking about HBO Go or HBO Now, I don't know what their current streaming service is called. Uh, it, it's a bit of a wild card because there's not really a lot of original content on HBO so like if you have a cable if you have a cable service and you have HBO with it uh, I think you get like go for free anyways but um, HBO is kind of a wild card in the sense that uh, I, I kind of do it in accordance to what shows are premiering on HBO so for example uh, I I have HBO because um, I, I honestly have HBO because recently they had a uh, the Watchmen series come on, which, uh, again, uh, for all my thoughts on Watchmen, I probably want to save that for another episode, but, um, I, I really wanted to check that out, so I thought that would be, uh, worth getting for that, uh, I like Curb Your Enthusiasm, so it's nice to have, like, HBO and just, you know, th- that's very much a show where you could just put on, like, any episode, for the most part, and just enjoy it because you know fucking Larry David's a comedic god <laughs> um has True Detective which god I gotta try getting into again I remember a while back I tried getting into True Detective but uh, I don't know for some reason I, c- I couldn't uh, like fully get invested in it but you know I, I want to give it more of a fair shot because I think it it, it, it 
it probably will interest me. I just gotta, you know, uh, find a good time to really just sit down and watch it. Uh, Succession, which I've been hearing a lot of good things about. Um, Callie Wells. Oh, and so, I mean, I, the, okay, so how should I word this? Um, I remember another part of getting HBO was to watch the end of Game of Thrones and, you know, you know, the mixed bag that that was, well, not the mixed bag, you know, the fucking fire that was the last season of Game of Thrones, but um, right now, the only really big shows that I'm looking forward to from HBO is Barry, which I fucking love. I think it's like one of my favorite shows. Uh, that HBO is offering and uh, the righteous gemstones which is one that I really enjoy myself Um, but uh, outside of that I think down the line I want to get into uh, succession uh, you know the other you know HBO show that really interests me Um, so like I said HBO is kind of a a wild card it just depends on like you know if hbo currently has any shows that you want to catch up on or if you want to watch i'd say hbo would be a good one to go to um let's see moving down the list uh showtime hmm now showtime's weird like because i'm sure if i got showtime i would probably find a lot of shows that i would uh enjoy uh, I think um, a lot of their content I have uh, gotten like you know blu-ray collection or like uh, DVDs of uh, like for Homeland for example I think I've seen like a bit of the first season because I they had like a free preview of it on Hulu a little while back uh, uh, so if I, if I scoured through Showtime, I'd probably find like a lot of shows that would really interest me. Homeland, Ray Donovan, uh, maybe Shameless, uh, Billions uh, would definitely interest me a lot. Uh, uh, maybe I would check out the L word. I don't know if the L word would be for me, <laughs> But god damn it, everyone fucking talks about it. I have to check it out at some point in my life, right? Like, god damn it. I think it was they had like one of the first appearances of Adam Driver too, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be wrong. Um Hard Cartoon President. Hey. I remember watching the like they would always preview like the first episode of like whenever they show a new season of our cartoon president. I I I kind of enjoyed it, you know, that's like kind of just a silly comedy, you know, it's not like, I don't think it's like breakthrough fucking satire of anything, but it's just like a dumb show to watch. Um, oh, Who is America? I would, God, I want to catch up on that. Uh, I think likewise, I saw like, I've seen like segments of Who is America with Sasha Baron Cohen on YouTube and that series is kind of uh, that series has excited me uh, and it looks fun so uh, that would be interesting to get it for it but 
I don't know if any of these, I mean, these shows look good, but I don't know if any of them are like, like, again, is it worth the Showtime subscription? Um, I don't know, maybe like, I, I'd probably have to do like a system where I cancel like HBO just to pick up Showtime and then just switch off between the two. Um, and then the only the only uh, the last one that I kind of want to just briefly touch on before uh, kind of wrapping up this episode a little bit is uh, Amazon Prime Video. Now I don't get Prime by default. Uh, I have a friend that uh, has Amazon Prime only because uh, you know he orders a lot of stuff online, so it's beneficial for him to have it. I don't really order too much online i'm not like a big shopper like that but uh because of that i've seen a lot of prime shows uh i've watched the boys which uh i kind of enjoy i mean it's not like my favorite superhero show and i think it's going to be very easily beaten very soon by you know what disney is going to be premiering on disney plus but i i enjoyed it yeah it was it was fun to watch it with my brother um what else uh the tick which i've started but i haven't really gone around to like finishing the first season i think they're on season two if they haven't premiered it yet i can't exactly remember that um any other like really big shows from prime amazon prime video that are worth mentioning i'm trying to think uh, Prime Video does have a good a good selection of um, movies, though. I will say that I like. I think it's like up there with like Netflix in terms of the the movies they offer. Maybe even better. Like I haven't done like a clear cross analysis of like the two services and what movies that they have. But um, it's. Uh, Outside of that, oh, well, I guess Prime does kind of do this cool thing where you get to sign up for, like, you know, mini subscriptions. So I think my uh, my friend also has, a, like, a subscription to, like, Shutter, and you get, like, a lot of found footage, because he's really into found footage stuff. Um, I'm not the necessarily the biggest fan of that genre, although I do have my own favorite movies in that genre. But that's kind of cool how you could kind of, like, elevate your prime video subscription with like smaller services like that but um i don't know in terms of original content on prime video i'm not sure if it's like the strongest especially out of all the other ones that i've like examined but definitely has it's it's draws for sure uh mainly with the boy i think the boys was like a really big hit for them um I think it also has Carnival Row, which I, I don't know if it's going to, if it really appealed to me, but I think a lot of other people really like it. Oh, and fucking Jack. Uh, oh, what the fuck was that show? Uh, Prime Jack. Ryan? Jack Ryan. There you go. Jack Ryan, which I kind of want to get into. Because again, it kind of hits that like spy thriller genre for me. But uh, I just haven't had the time to really, like, 
sit down and watch it. Um, but then I think that covers like a lot of the main streaming services. I mean, you also have like uh, <laughs> YouTube Red, which I can't think of. Well, like YouTube Red, I guess has like Cobra Kai, but I can't think of anything else uh, that YouTube Red has. Um, but yeah, it's like the really big um, streaming services that are out there. I'm sure there's like other smaller ones. Uh, I feel bad if I'm missing one. God, I can't. Showtime, HBO, uh, Amazon Prime, Netflix, uh, already covered Hulu and Disney Plus. Oh, is that it? Uh, I mean, I guess you have like stars. I, that's outside my area. I've not been keeping up with stars. Uh, I'm just dreaming. Uh, yeah, I've not been keeping up with any of stars shows. Wow, I feel bad. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm sure they have a lot of good content too, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Is it just movies? I don't know. No, no that's not true. They have a Black Sail, uh, Outlander. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's like covers the main ones that I really know. Uh, so with all that in mind, my final, like, again, take this with a grain of salt because I'm, I'm a piece of shit, right? <laughs> but, um, the big, the, the main services right now that I would recommend, um, most people getting, if you're like kind of confused on like, oh man, what should I keep? Uh, I'm biased. I would say definitely go for Hulu especially if you like FX content. But even if you don't, I think uh, Hulu is going to be seeing a lot of power plays, especially from Disney in terms of its original content. And I think that it's going to really help elevate it. Uh, Netflix, because, uh, well, I imagine a lot of people are grandfathered into like their, like I think $12, $12 a month price for Netflix. But if you don't have Netflix, I would, I would still recommend Netflix because, again, they have, like, such a... They do have a lot of strong shows, even, you know, if they're losing some of my favorites. Uh, you know, you have Stranger Things, Witcher, which I would recommend those shows. And plus, they're always releasing content, uh, original or otherwise. So you can never really lose with Netflix, right? Um, what else? Uh... Amazon Prime Video, like, okay, if you want Prime, like, in general, then just, you know, get Prime and having Prime Video is a good benefit. Don't get, like, don't get Prime, just have Prime Video. Get Prime if you want to, like, I don't know, have, like, a discount at Whole Foods or, like, uh, cheaper shipping prices on if you, like, order a lot of stuff on Amazon. Uh, I think they also have, like, Prime music or like uh, like their audiobook service those would be worth but I, but I don't know if I like a prime subscription is worth it just for prime video um Disney 
Yeah, I think with the announcement of the shows, Disney Plus is now worth getting just for its own sake. Because I remember in like the Star Wars episode, I was saying that right now, uh, you know, you should only really get Disney if you're like really interested in like uh, Disney content, like Disney movies or like uh, Star Wars with the Mandalorian. But Disney Plus made some strong showings with, you know, showing off WandaVision, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. Uh, the only reason why I would say don't get it is if, like, for whatever reason, reason you just do not like uh, Disney content at all. Um, so, and then outside of that, like, maybe pick up just some third one that you want. I would recommend, like, HBO, but, like, if you don't have any HBOs that you like right now, um, it might not be worth it for that, but so, but that's just like my general recommendation. You know, you do you, you know, don't listen to me for your fucking recommendations, but, uh, I'm kind of running short on time here. So I'm going to close out this episode real fast. Uh, this has been podcast, uh, pasta. You could follow me on Twitter at podcasting pasta. Uh, if you want to support the show, you could do so through Anchor. Anchor has like a subscription service option. And I also have a Ko-Fi account that you could find either through my Twitter um, or on Anchor. Again, uh, on Twitter, I'm at Podcasting Pasta. Both P's are capitalized. It's all combined together. Uh, and I thank you all for listening to this episode. And I look forward to... Well, not seeing you guys, because obviously, you know, I'm a podcaster, but uh, I hope you guys check me out next time. Uh, Thank you.